All right, everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or you're just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game, and better yet, they break up the season into small chunks so you have even more chances to draft your perfect team and, of course, more chances to win. You could do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us, your draft queens. So run, don't walk, to download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today. What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle. Oh my gosh, I've been waiting for this episode all week, Michelle. And not just all week, I feel like I've been waiting all season. Because we literally have. We've been waiting all season for this episode. So welcome to our Draft Queens Super Bowl preview and predictions episode. How are we, Super Bowl, Michelle? Super Bowl. This is so exciting. Oh my God. I didn't know what to do with myself, my life, my weekend last weekend with no football. This is such a bittersweet moment because it is the Super Bowl. We're excited. We're really excited. But it also marks the end of football season, which is like a bit of a tragedy. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I'm not feeling super jazzed up about the end of football season, but it's always the best part of football season is that we made it to the we made it to the big game. Hey, Finally, when we, we've been talking when about we it for so long. Recording months ago, I honestly didn't know that we would make it to the Super Bowl. So I'm just no. I'm happy. To, I'm happy to be here. I'm just happy to be nominated. Well, listen, we've got some exciting stuff coming up because obviously today is our Super Bowl episode. So before we got on the mic, we did talk about how we're not going to lollygag too much at the top of the episode like we normally do. (laughs) But I'm usually the lollygagger, so I'm just going to do a little bit of it before we get into the show today. She cannot control herself, ladies and gentlemen. I can't. I can't. It's not possible. One thing I wanted to mention, and this, this has cropped up. I had some family stuff going on this week. This cropped up literally overnight. But I have some exciting news. Like, there's a silver lining that I do need to talk about on the show. And that is family stuff is bringing me down next week slash this weekend to Orlando. And you know what happens in Orlando after the Super Bowl? I'm going to Orlando. Oh, my gosh. The MVP goes to Disney. You need yes, to stalk exactly. them down. Maybe it'll be Tom Brady. And you need to find them. Or you should go down early and fly to Tampa and try to get into the game and do live DQ from the Super Bowl and then follow the MVP to Orlando. See, okay, I I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but I've thought about all of this stuff. Like, I have considered <laughs> all of these things already. And... Again, not the reason I'm going down there. I'm not going there for Super Bowl coverage. I'm not going there to go to Orlando and find the MVP. But, like, maybe I am. <laughs> like, maybe this is fate telling me I need to be in Florida for this moment. So I'm heading down, possibly on Monday. I'm thinking about, you know what? Here's the other thing. How do I get into a Super Bowl? Like, could I get into the Super you Bowl? Know, I check for tickets. It's four grand a pop. Ooh. That's more than, like... 
yeah, it's more I than think, I would care to spend. I think but... you. I think you and I need to make you know this uh, this pact right now that next Super Bowl DQ is going to be in the house live at the Super Bowl. I think it's a great idea. I mean, no, it's a pact. It's not an idea. We're making a pact. We're virtually shaking hands or bumping fists or whatever one does to make a pact. I'm not going to like go the drawing blood route like Blood Brothers cuz that's just <laughs> no it's not the time nor the place for that. But this is a pact, not just an idea. Kate and Michelle take over the Super Bowl DQ style next year. I would absolutely love that. That is so high on the bucket list. I mean, we talked about it last year and it was, you know, first season of the show and it was very theoretical and, you know, could we get down to or, or Miami at that point and go see the Super Bowl then? Didn't quite work out. COVID <laughs> hits. And now here we are. And there are tickets to the Super Bowl and definitely could go this year. Probably won't happen. So I think for next season of Draft Queens that that pact makes total sense. I think we should do it. I think Perfect. we should be there. All right. I'm in. Well, honestly... I'm like super, super, super excited to talk all things Super Bowl. So I feel like we should go right into the huddle, give the fans what they want. They need some headlines. We've got some juicy ones. And then we'll tell you what we think about the Super Bowl this year. Yes, I think that's great. And perhaps next week we'll have updates on meeting the MVP. But for now, yes, let's get into the huddle and then into Super Bowl coverage. So, for today's huddle, and the final huddle leading up to the Super Bowl, we've got quite a few. I mean, listen, for everyone else, the season's over, except for the Bucks and for the Chiefs. So, there is quite a bit of trade news going on, and exits happening, and lots of coach drama. So, Michelle, the huddle this week is like a whole smattering of stuff as football comes to an end and other sports come to a beginning. As the huddle should be. Like, you know, we gotta, we just gotta keep people up to speed. What, what What's going on? Yeah, yeah. We have some really, like, I'm trying to keep things focused on the T these days. Like, Loves we have been tea. in co- quarantine for so long. COVID has been raging on for an entire year just about at this point. I need some tea. So this is like my daily dose of tea, this huddle. Oh my gosh, are we going right. to change the name of this from the huddle to the tea or what? Yeah, spill, yeah I, would spill, I would spill the tea every week. I think it's really, <laughs> it's very important and I need more of it in my life. But yes, the huddle this week, again, filled with tea. We're going to talk about it, but as normal, everybody knows the rules. 60 seconds on the clock. And once that clock starts, Michelle, I'm going to kick it over to you count you down and then you take it away in terms of that first headline and we're going to try and run through it in 60 seconds or less so all right i'm ready michelle if you're ready game time let's go it's game time practice like you play play like you practice in three two one and huddle After a trade with former Lions QB Matt Stafford, Jared Goff opens up about his exit from the Rams, unsure why he became wrong by saying the feeling's mutual. Olympic organizers have rolled out playbooks outlining measures to keep all 15,400 athletes and others safe while competing amid the pandemic in Tokyo this summer. Fingers crossed. Uh, Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers are rumored to be dating, question mark. 
Also, Pro Darts is back, apparently. Dope. Didn't know it left. Dope. The National Lacrosse League has canceled its plans for an abbreviated season in April because of logistical hurdles from, you know it, COVID-19 pandemic. Instead, the league will focus on a full season in the fall. Okay. Kevin Durant leads LeBron James at top of NBA All-Star voting. Ten seconds. Atlanta Falcons owner Arthur Blank donated $17 million to Civil Rights Museum. The Australian Open players isolating tune-ups paused after a hotel worker test positive for coronavirus. Buffalo oh, Sabre. No. <laughs> no, we're at the end of our timer. No. There's, there's some Okay, good, we had one more. We had one more. We had one more. We had one uh, more. Buffalo Sabres coach Ralph Kruger test positive for COVID-19. I mean, geez, like we couldn't. How many times do we have to say COVID-19 during the huddle, no. unfortunately? A lot, a lot. It's just, it's the flavor of the year. It's the flavor of the year. Now, there's a lot of great headlines happening this week. We just barely got through them. That's how juicy they are. Do you want to talk about Aaron Rodgers' new girlfriend? Because we seem to always talk about Aaron Rodgers on the show. My guess as of last week's episode is that he got in his pickup truck, he drove <laughs> to his cabin in the woods and started drinking whiskey and staring at his wall. With wine. Apparently no, he's I doing think, that with I still, a... Th- I still think wine, but it's fine. It's neither here nor there. Well, whether or not he's drinking whiskey or wine, he is with Shailene Woodley. And do you know who Shailene Woodley is? Well, Shailene. Her, her name is Shailene Woodley, first of all. Shailene? Um, Shailene? Her, na- her name is Shailene Woodley. Yes, I know very much who she is for two reasons. I will tell you why. Uh, Big Little Lies, fucking amazing show. She's incredible. Show. Also, maybe people think this is weird, but she's in all of the Divergent uh, um, movies, and those movies really? are amazing. Yes. Actually, I did not know that, and I really enjoyed the books, so I appreciate that. I didn't yes. even know there were movies for it. Oh my god, Kate, this is so up your alley. Like That's so up my alley. For a oh person that likes Harry Potter and the Hunger Games, I'm really just concerned for your for your entertainment purposes that you have not seen these movies. No, I mean, my handle on most, like, Twitch and everything is at Kateness. So, yeah, I really do love, like, that genre. Get it together. Genre. Shailene genre. Woodley, so good in all those movies. Also love Big Little Lies. She's in other things. But, okay, so here's just the one thing that I want to bring up about this. And you know what? People take it with a grain of salt. Don't care if you like this opinion or not. The first thing that I thought of when, when I read that headline was... Well, first of all, my I kind of had to like shrug because Aaron Rodgers just loves himself some famous Hollywood actress. Anyway, but for sure, my first thing that I thought about was there has to be a very big age gap here. And so I just looked it up. Uh-huh. Shailene is 29. Aaron Rodgers is 37. That's a pretty mm, she didn't she hasn't even hit the golden age of 30 yet. And he's pretty close to 40. So I don't I don't know about that. Huh? I mean, I don't. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> I'm not suggesting I, mean, I hate it. It just was the first thing that came to my mind after I finished reading it was like, that seems okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So where's the tea? I give, have, me the, give me the tea. I've got some feelings on it just because let's remember that Aaron Rodgers is coming off of a relationship with Danica Patrick, who's not necessarily known for being younger. I think she's also <laughs> in her late 30s, Fair. right? And also of appropriate age, perhaps, for Aaron. Then he dated Olivia Munn, 
who that was is for another a while. that was for a while gorgeous Hollywood actress. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, they dated for a good while. Danica Patrick now, is thirty eight for the record, older go. than Mister Rogers. Older than Mister Rogers. That makes me think of Mister Rogers and not didn't, Aaron Rogers. So didn't that's realize kind of throwing it. Me off didn't here. realize it till it came out of my mouth. My bad. <laughs> And then, okay, so here are some quotes. Like, let me just read this E! News article real quick. I have snippets pulled out that I just wanted to run through. Because. Because because Kate, if you guys didn't listen last week, Kate is like an investigative reporter, the queen of editorial, and she's going to give you all of the tea right now. Yes. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I am the queen of tea reporting. Okay. So... Uh, an insider who has not named himself for this article has said that it's Jake from State Farm. Jake from State Farm has seriously though, <laughs> like, but I, actually I like that actor. For, but we'll no, he's get great. That but that's neither here nor. I'm sorry. I'm just being a jerk. It's the he's insider so may or may not be Jake from State Farm. Please continue. Though. Honestly, it makes me want to get State Farm though, like so much better than the progressive commercials. Anyway, neither here nor there. Maybe we'll talk about that next episode when we talk about the ads from the Super Bowl. But um, the insider says that Aaron and Shailene, Shailene, there Shailene, she is. She's got it. Shailene. There's no phonetics anywhere. Shailene and Aaron have been in touch. Uh, they continue to talk and to see each other when they can and that they're both focused on their careers, but they also make time for each other. So it sounds like between that and also, I know Aaron was on the Pat McAfee show, if you're familiar with it. He's always on that show. He's like a big barstool guy, whatever. We talked about that last week enough. Um, He was talking about his uh, new and increased love life. So I feel like this was not a focus for Aaron Rodgers before he started to near the end of his football career and was like, I got to focus on something else, like pretty yeah. quick. You know? I feel like they make time when they have time. It's like the first call after Aaron lost to lost was like, hey, babe, I got a lot more time on my hands. Want to hang out? <laughs> yeah. Like, I know. Well, here's my my last parting thought, because he goes into saying, quote, I've made decisions and changes and habits that put me in a lot better headspace. And there's just a lot of things that have be- that have come together in the last few months that have been really enjoyable. I think that's in reference to Shay, not Shailene, but Shailene Woodley. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I have trouble with that? I got to write it down. Um, But I think that that's in reference to her. I really think that Aaron Rodgers is going to, if I'm, if I'm, I mean, he already has a strained relationship with his family. He does not keep in touch with his parents or siblings. He has two brothers, one of whom was on The Bachelor. And... (laughs) I just don't know for, what the hell Aaron Rodgers' relationship for status is. For a girl that is. is not a big Aaron Rodgers fan in general, you sure do like to talk about the guy a lot. You know that? I do. He's he's an anomaly. I cannot put my finger on it. <laughs> I don't think Aaron Rodgers, though, will ever be in like a fulfilled relationship because he is in a relationship with football. That's it. That's what... And he's the poor guy who just cannot get to and win a Super Bowl. He just can't. That's how I feel about the topic. Well, Kate, that is some excellent tea that you have spilled for us. I am hoping you did some editorial research on this other headline because I'm very intrigued by the Dart League. Please tell me more about this. Okay, there's not much. So there was one Bloomberg article that came out this week 
and it said pro darts is this is literally the headline itself i reworked it for the huddle but the headline that was everywhere was quote pro darts is back but lesions of beer swilling fans must wait <laughs> first of all first of all let's start let's start at the beginning let's break this headline i want to okay? be i want to be a beer swilling something that sounds amazing Oh, we'll get to the beer swilling. So let's start with the top. Pro Darts is back, comma. Did did you know that Pro Darts ever existed? I mean, I think I kind of did. You know how, like, sometimes there was this point in my life where I did watch a lot of ESPN, mostly Sports Center, but, like, sometimes it was just always on in the background. So things would come on, like, pro bowling, pro darts, things that I also didn't know really existed. However, I was intrigued by them because... I like bowling and I like darts. So, yes, I was loosely aware that there was a pro dart league. Uh, yes, I also have a dartboard in the middle of my dining room at my house. So that's yes. why I'm intrigued. I feel like, first of all, the dartboard at your house is DIY and pretty dope. So shout to you and your husband. Thank so you. there's Thank that. You. Second of all, I did not know that pro darts existed because, listen, I know that there is bowling there's bowling there's curling there's all these sports these are some of my darts okay but these are some of my favorite sports why you ask i'll tell you why because they are beer drinking fucking games they're not sports they're beer drinking games bowling you join a bowling league so you can go drink (laughs) beers with your friends darts you put a dartboard in your house because you want to drink beer and play darts at home uh curling it's cold outside i don't know what else to do let me throw this rock around while i drink beer Oh, and finally, <laughs> cornhole, because cornhole is now also a sport on television. What is cornhole? No, it's not. It's drinking beer in your backyard with your friends. Oh so those, those are four of my favorite, quote unquote, air quote, sports. What? I'm not even going to, I don't even know. I was about to ask like what you get paid <laughs> to be like an ESPN, the Ocho athlete. Oh, the I don't Ocho. even want to know. I don't even want to know. I don't, I, mean, I don't. I think we should do an off-season episode, this is a great idea, about those, as I said, air quote sports, because they're really just like glorified drinking games, and props to the people that are now making a career out of it. I should have tried harder. I agree. Well, apparently, like, to be very clear, I think that there's a place in Nottingham, England, at a an arena called the Motor Point Arena. I don't know. I don't even know if I know where Nottingham is. I've been to London, but I'm assuming it's somewhere nearby. Who knows? Anyway, apparently they had started doing pro darts in February 2020, and it was mostly focused in London. There's not a ton that's in this article. All I know is that when COVID started, that was probably probably February 2020 was the worst time to start anything, right? Because then you come up on March and the world shuts down in March. Very fair. So it was a very short-lived time. However, there's this badass bitch, which is when we're going to get to the second part of this headline, which is beer swilling, whatever that means. You drink Um, a lot of beer. Yes. Well, (laughs) apparently there's this 26-year-old woman... Her name is Fallon Sherrick, and she has played in the World Darts Championship before. She's 26? Didn't know that existed. Good on her. 26 years old, and she is like the rising star that dart fans watch 
if they're into darts. This Maybe I need to start Fallon. watching her for inspiration. Apparently, the way people describe pro darts is imagine professional bowling, but with a pro wrestling attitude. Oh. Did we mention the beer? <laughs> this is epic. I love everything about this story. Are you kidding me? Like, how has this existed in the same world that we live in? It sounds awesome. It just, I really just want to, okay, this is a task for you since you are our uh, secret undercover editor-in-chief. Um, yes. I just made all that up for you, but it sounds about right. Thank you. But really, we need, to, we need to really get, we need to really understand, like, how did darts go from a bar game to a world championship league? We need to figure this out know. at a later date. And I want to yeah, know we how we enroll in each and every one of these leagues. Bowling, cornhole, curling. Curling's an Olympic sport. I could go to the Olympics if I got good at curling. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we... Listen, we are nearing the end of football. We don't have much to cover after this. So well, I think that we've got all the time in the world. We Again, have four it new just sports called, like, to cover. <laughs> ESPN, the Ocho episode. Cover those four sports. Like, I would love to know. All I do know is this headline from Bloomberg, Pro Darts is back, but legions of beer-swilling fans must wait. I don't want to wait anymore. I want no. to see it. I, I got to get go. into the, I got to get into it. I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm very glad that you brought these headlines to the table. They're very interesting. Also just want to say, I'm very happy that the Olympic organizers have rolled out playbooks. 15,000 people to keep safe is going to be very challenging. And we all yeah. want and need the Olympics. Want, 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 need, need, need to see the Olympics. Like we just, we need that in our lives. So it's very nice to hear. I can't even imagine the amount of preparation that is going into, you know, having all these athletes in, in Tokyo this summer. But I have like my fingers and my toes crossed that they can do it safely for everyone because I just feel like the Olympics is such a necessary, fun, exciting thing that like we all just will need come summertime. Yeah, and it's like the connective tissue of the world. Like, it's the one time we all come together on the same front just to say, I see you. You are my enemy and my friend gonna, at the same I'm time. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> I'm going to beat you, but it's we're going to do it in harmony. So, yeah, I would love to have that back. I'm looking forward to that. And last but not least, before we get into our Super Bowl segment, um, we got some basketball going on. I mean, Kevin Durant leading LeBron James. Everybody get out there and vote for Kevin Durant. So he, I mean, obviously they're both going to get <laughs> in. Go nuts. Both, both of them are going to get in. This is obvious, but like, I just have a thing towards LeBron. So I want, I want Kevin Durant to win the, 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 the top spot in the voting. So everyone that's listening, you should vote for Kevin Durant because. <laughs> Do you have a feeling about uh matt stafford versus jared goff in that trade matt stafford from the lions going I mean, to the rams and vice versa i speaking of one over the other so i kind of feel like it's a push if i'm being honest i sort of feel like it's a push technically speaking i get it matt stafford is better i think it's great for the rams they've got cooper cup they've got robert woods now they've got cam Akers. like i think goff just didn't do as well as he could have or should have. And so I think this is a good upgrade for the Rams. But I I don't look at those names and be like, oh my God, this was a huge win for either team. Um, but, you know, like the Rams have some tools that the Lions didn't. So that might help up 
you know, Stafford, you know, even more than than normal. Goff sort of doesn't inherit much. If anything, if like anything, Galladay, so, I don't know, Danny yeah, Amendola. I don't know. I, feel, I guess like at the end of the day, I I kind of feel like it's a push. How do you feel? I don't know how I feel about it. I I I feel. I'm thinking of it at, from more of a personal angle where of I course. feel really bad. <laughs> I'm trying for to like Jared pull Goff. up. I'm trying to pull up like stats and shit. And Kate's like, "Well, let me just tell you. Now they both had to pack their bags, and I feel terrible for them. What happens now?" <laughs> but don't you think that like Matt Stafford is going to do really poorly in L.A. and Jared Goff is going to do really poorly in Detroit? I just feel qualitatively like it's not a good fit. Like we just know it's not going to go great, y'all. We know. I just I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm trying to like look up a couple of stats. I just I just do feel like it's a push at the end of the day. The the only reason let's see why I feel like it's better for Stafford in the Rams is like I said, you've got Cooper Cup, you've got Robert Woods, you've got you know, you got a run game like he you know, you got Higby over there. I don't know. You just you inherit yeah. a pretty good crew they just maybe didn't click with golf or golf didn't i don't know so i i feel push yeah yeah (laughs) okay that's fair had to ask if we're comparing kd versus lebron matt stafford versus jared goff spoiler alert matt stafford nor jared goff are going to be at the top of my fantasy pickings when we get into that next season no but that being said we do we do and this will be the final time where we do have some fantasy picking and some very real picking to do in the world of football. So bless Pro Darts, and I'm glad it's back. But more importantly than that, I think uh, we should get into this year's Super Bowl predictions for Super Bowl LV55. Let's go. Are you ready for some Super Bowl? Trumbo! <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to do. <laughs> I wasn't sure which direction to take it. I was like, are, I was going to say, are you ready for some football? Then I was going to say, are you ready to rumble? But I tried to tie it to Super Bowl. As you can tell, I'm talking even faster than I normally do because <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about the Super Bowl. I need to know I'm first. I'm so ready. First and foremost, I need to know what are your Super Bowl plans? What are you doing? Where are you watching? What are you eating? What's happening? Is really Toby going to wear a jersey? Okay. I need to know all of these things. All right. So here's the honest answer. So like I said at the top of the show, I have to go to Florida. It was not an expected trip. That being said, I'm not mad about it. I'm not because we're going closer and closer to where the Super Bowl is, right? I am stoked about that in and of itself. Uh, I will be in Orlando. That is one hour and 18 minutes from Tampa Bay. So what will I be doing for the Super Bowl, you ask me? Um, I don't know. I need to figure out when I'm going to Florida. If I'm going to Florida, I very well, Michelle, may be tailgating on Sunday outside of Ronald, whatever the stadium name is, (laughs) Ronald Jones Stadium. I don't know. It's the Tampa Bay Stadium. (laughs) I will be there. Ronald Jones Stadium. Man, Ronald Jones, he's pretty damn good, but I didn't know they named the stadium after him. I forget what it's called. It's like, uh, it starts with an R. It does. It's like Reginald Jones Stadium. It's Raymond James. 
Raymond James Stadium. See, that's not that far off. Reginald Jones Stadium. All right. I liked, I liked Raymond James. With it. I'm gonna, I may be there. If not, I will be at our apartment in Brooklyn. I will be making little, you know, the Tostito scoops, the little cup things, the ones that you dip in the salsa. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, of course I do. Okay. What I'm thinking of eating is obviously chicken wings. We'll get to that. But my favorite thing for Super Bowl Sunday is taking the little scoops and baking those with chicken and buffalo sauce. Ooh. Doing like a pulled chicken. Like a buffalo and chicken like dip. A little scoop. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. These are, the, eating- these are the key things. Like where are you watching it? What are your yes. food ideas? And well, those are really like the two most important things, really. Yes. Yes. And who are you watching with? And my answer is as few people as possible, a la COVID, <laughs> but I will zoom in any and all people are interested. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm eating. Little scoop cups with uh, buffalo chicken and obviously a favorite local IPA, the You People by Threes Brewing. That's what I'll be doing, Michelle. What are you doing for the Super Bowl? I like it. I like it. We are keeping it very small as well. We have a few friends that are coming up. We've always wanted to do a a ski and Super Bowl combo weekend. So now the fact that I'm sitting in about 30 inches of snow, this seems like the right year to do it. So we're going to do a little little skiing. Well, I snowboard, but little ski snowboard. Then we're going to do the Super Bowl. And I think my favorite football Super Bowl app that we're going to do is like homemade potato skins. So you do, you like cut up, like cut up potato, kind of like thin, like a thin, Mm -hmm. not like potato chip thin, but not like too thick. And then you put some cheese on it, some bacon on it, put it in the oven. And then when it comes out, you do a little chives and, and, or scallions and sour cream. Money. Good money. That sounds good. Money. Now here's the, here's the question that has to be asked because there's always like, the starchy, carby thing. What are you having for protein? Are you having wings? Like, what's the for sure? Go-to? There, there will definitely be some smoked wings happening. Yeah, for 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 sure. A little post post snowboarding action. You fire up the smoker. You throw some wings on there. Like, for sure. Oh, it's gonna be a great week. If not <laughs> just for that, it's gonna be a great weekend. Throw those on the smoker, and then obviously before we get into the game itself. There's everything leading up to the game. So any bets you have going on? Are you doing Super Bowl squares? Are you doing boxes? Are you, what are you doing for actual, like, any betting, any preparation? Honestly, too many things. I have, like, five different places that I have Super Bowl boxes. Like, obviously, I'm going to make, like, a DraftKings team and do that. Like, anything that I can find to cheer for from the coin flip till the end of the game... I'll be involved in one way, shape, or form. Yeah, you and me both. I have four Super Bowl boxes. I'm ready for it. Um, I'm very curious to see how things shake out, and we'll get into it with the actual Super Bowl, but I'm curious to see how COVID may affect the Super Bowl. We'll get to that later. Um, That being said, we've got a really great Super Bowl coming up, but we also have a couple really awesome Super Bowls to highlight from the past. Um, just to get everybody amped up, because I think that's really important leading up to the Super Bowl. Michelle, best and craziest of all time. Are there any Super Bowls you absolutely love and want to spotlight on this episode? 
I mean, when I think about the Super Bowl, I think about the Cowboys beating the Bills all the time. Like, when I was a kid, <clears throat> you know, call me a front runner, fine. Every All my friends call me front runners, but I, I apparently just like <laughs> rooting for winners when I was a kid. Clearly, we all know I grew up in New I'm York. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a winner. <laughs> I, clearly, we all know I grew up in New York, but somehow I was a Dallas Cowboys fans growing up. So, I when I think of like exciting Super Bowls and ones that like – stand out you know it's all those years of Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin and Neon Deion Sanders obviously my favorite Emmett Smith like every time they would play you know the Bills and beat them like that was just such like a franchise team they were so fun to watch um so when I yeah when I think about Super Bowls those are the ones that really stick out in my mind because that was when I like really had a team like I really cared and then I went through all these mm-hmm. years where I didn't really care so much about a particular team. So I would watch the Super Bowl, of course, but it, I was never like super connected to it. Um, and so those are those are the exciting ones that I always remember. Those poor Buffalo Bills just could not just could not beat the Cowboys. They couldn't. I know. And now again, soft spot for soft spot for the Bills after the last couple weeks. But the Cowboys in their heyday, Whew. what a beautiful thing. Speaking of beautiful Tro- thing. Speaking of Troy Aikman. So you mentioned this before we were on the mic. Speaking of Troy Aikman, he is an excellent commentator. One of my favorites. I love listening to him and Joe Buck. They are fantastic. However, in other tragic news, you have now told me that Tony Romo is calling the Super Bowl, and I just can't even handle that. I know. I have it written in later in our like little show prep doc, but yeah, it's Tony <sighs> Romo and Jim Nance. You don't like that? No. I really like Tony Romo. You do? Yeah, did you see when when uh, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, the backup quarterback for the Chiefs. Oh, the guy um, who came in, Chad Henney. Yes, Chad, Chad Henney. Yes, Chad Henney. When Chad Henney came in and they did that little trick passy thing, they held the ball for longer and actually snapped it and blah blah blah. Roma was freaking the fuck out, and it was a ton of fun. Like Here, I was in it with him. Here's the thing. When Romo talks just about the plays and the football and what's happening, it's fine. But when he goes off script and just starts being Tony Romo, <laughs> it's terrible. I can't listen to him. I, I'm so upset. I want to know why they were chosen and it's not Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Come on. Yeah, I don't know, but I do have a real proposition for <laughs> the powers that be. <laughs> I would love to get Matt Hasselbeck in this circuit. Like, right now, he's a commentator on ESPN. Anytime that Matt Hasselbeck says anything, it's right. He's always right. Inter- you know you know something that's actually interesting? Now I've totally derailed this, but I will do this in one <laughs> second. Um, through the season, Pro- Amazon Prime had a lot of, like, the Thursday night football games. <clears throat> Wait, where are we going with this? Yo, I don't I'll, know. I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. It's very easy. Okay. <clears throat> Amazon Prime had a bunch of the Thursday night football games. One of the features that Amazon Prime had was you could actually, you could toggle between announcers. So, like, in theory, I think, like, each game had, like, like a national, a local, and some other. They had, like, three or four different, like, announcers that were calling the game. And if you were watching via Amazon Prime, you could go on there and choose, like, who you wanted to listen to. So, for anyone that's listening, probably no one important enough, but... Maybe for the Super Bowl, you should have options in the future because some of us don't like Tony Romo. (laughs) 
That is so. I can't believe. All right, there's a couple. I got there. See, I got there again. I know. I'm sorry. I did get there. It was related. I apologize. I'm gonna derail us real quick again. (laughs) Whatever. We'll get back into it. I promise. We'll get back into like the craziest and best Super Bowls. But I will say, related to that, if we are able to choose between our commentators for not just the Super Bowl but like anything football, first of all, that is dope. Second of all. Can we choose what cameras we're watching? Like, remember those 4K cameras that were in the end zone that made it look like a fucking video game? That was so cool. This morning, I looked up the camera rig. For all you nerds out there, it's like a Sony A7S, A7R, or whatever it is, on a Ronin rig. It's like with a Canon 20 to 70 lens. Like, it's a normal camera. We just never see it in football. Let's get more of that. Let's let people choose their cameras. Choose your commentators. Let the people choose. Let them know. Okay, we're done on our soapbox, but hopefully someone listening thinks they can make that into reality. Okay, great. (laughs) Um, Kate, back to what we originally started talking about. What are some of your best, craziest Super Bowls of the past to amp some folks up for this year's Super Bowl? I've got three, three really quick ones, just to set the scene for what this year's Super Bowl could be. And a lot of these are tangential to Tom Brady, the GOAT. I, after this season, Michelle, I am fully on board with Tom Brady being the best of all time. I just want to set the scene with that. I'm a Patriots hater. I hate the Patriots. I know. I I hate Tom Brady, but he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. Yeah. Okay. Here's a couple ones that he was either the goat for or he was the goat against. <laughs> so <laughs> I would like to call out the uh, Super Bowl with the Atlanta Falcons and oh, the yeah. New England Patriots. It was Super Bowl 51 just a couple of years ago. All I can remember is I see people all the time with these bumper stickers. And it's the box score for 28 to 3. 28 Falcons, three Patriots, and the Patriots overcoming that crazy deficit in the back half of the game and winning the Super Bowl. That was insane. That That, was like probably my favorite Super Bowl. That's like, I feel like that is like the Super Bowl that you sort of always wish will happen, but it like never does. They're always like way closer or way, I don't know. I can't even believe that that Super Bowl actually happened because they never play out that way never they never 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 that's why that comes in in the number one spot for my best and craziest super bowls i love it i love it second one this is on the other side of the coin for tom uh hate it already eli manning the only person who can beat tom brady and the former new england patriots and the dynasty when the giants beat the Patriots 21 to 17 on February 5th, 2012 at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indy. That was I mean, Eli is the only there's all these memes going around on the internet that Eli Manning is the only person who could win this Super Bowl this year because he's the only person who's ever uh, beat Tom Brady. I mean, I'm going to just bite my tongue because I cannot stand Eli Manning. What a fluke. Period. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there because he could be the Tom Slayer. If they wanted to draft Eli right now, I'd probably do them well. Third and final of my favorite of all time. I just want to put it out there for Kurt Warner and the Rams. 
Uh, Kurt Warner is a personal favorite player of mine, and they call his 1999 season the Cinderella Super Bowl season, and it's when Kurt fought to make the Rams roster. He wasn't even rostered for the team, basically. He had to, like, work his way up, and then he made a run for Super Bowl 34, which is super crazy, and he, it was the game where he was throwing the rock down the field and just generally big fan of the Rams in the 90s and the Kurt Warner era. I don't know. I like him a lot. So maybe, that was my third. Maybe Matt Stafford should go ahead and uh, and watch some of those highlight reels. Probably. Probably. He's going to need it. <laughs> but now, but, uh, the drum yes. roll, because everybody should be <laughs> amped up. I'm sorry. We definitely derailed, but you should still be amped up because it was all related. <laughs> we need to talk about... This year's Super Bowl, who's going to win? What are your bold predictions? Kate, I have to start with just a few things. I know you're not a Tom Brady fan. I get it. It's fine. Most people, fine. He is the GOAT. It is clear. It's like when people get mad at me when I say the Yankees are the best team ever and they're like, no, they're not. Oh, they suck. I hate you. I'm like, okay, they've won more championships than any other team. Therefore, Mm -hmm. I am not wrong and you cannot hate me. It's just a fact. That said, some facts. And this is just crazy, and we talked about this on the last show a little bit, about Tom coming home and playing the Super Bowl at home, which has never happened before. But, like, the numbers don't lie. Most Super Bowls for a quarterback, Tom Brady. Most pass completions in Super Bowl history, Tom Brady. Most passing yards in Super Bowl history, Tom Brady. I get it. He's been in it a lot, so he should be leading all these categories. But still, most passing touchdowns in a Super Bowl, Tom Brady. It's just, I, I can't even imagine waking up every morning, like as an ex-athlete, many, many moons ago, as an ex-athlete, I can't even imagine waking up and just being that fucking good. First of all, your burgeoning darts career has not started, so don't sell yourself short. Thank you. You could be Tom Brady for darts one day. Thank you. Thank you for your support. I uh oh, I don't disagree. I mean, nothing, the numbers don't lie. There's not even anything to disagree with. It's just one of those things where I feel like it just has to be thrown out there because of course you have to talk about it. Like those numbers don't lie. They're staggering whether you hate them, you love them, you don't care whatever. It's like I said, the numbers don't lie. That's incredible. No one has succeeded, you know, in all these categories and whatnot. That said, now he's bringing it home on a new team, playing at home. It's just it's like we said last week, this is like a movie and whoever has written it is brilliant. Like, it's just crazy to watch this whole thing play out. Well, it's kind of like what you said in last week's show, which was it's the goat versus the billy goat. The like, billy goat. They are, they are both very goat-like in their own rights. And it is going to be, it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a shootout. Yeah, of course. It, I mean, look, Mahomes is also, I'm not saying that he's, you know, uh, you know, he, he is he is plenty to write home about in his young career. I was just looking it up last year when the Chiefs won. They beat San Francisco. Mahomes was, uh, he had two touchdowns, two INTs. Uh, normally he throws way more touchdowns than that. So that's like a pretty mediocre, you know, game for him. Uh, almost 300 yards uh, and they beat San Francisco. Arguably, that San Francisco's team, not as strong as this, you know, Bucks team. But also, you know, Mahomes is a year older, a year stronger, a year smarter. So, uh, you know, those numbers to me aren't impressive from him. He is capable of way more than that. And I think this this 
Super Bowl we'll see more than that. I mean, I truly think this is going to be a very high-scoring, maybe even total shootout goes to overtime Super Bowl. Yeah, I think it really depends on a, a couple things, right? Like, I keep playing this out in my head like it's a video game. I do. It's probably those 4K cameras. I feel like I'm in a video game. Those 4K cameras are dope, by the way. Plus one. Please put them everywhere. Yeah, they are very simple camera rigs, and we just see them with the shitty film quality of regular football, and we should always have 4K cameras. Anyway, um, I play this out in my head multiple times in both scenarios. First thing to keep in mind for the Chiefs. Between Patrick Mahomes getting that crazy concussion a couple weeks ago and also Sammy Watkins right now sitting out because of COVID, like they are not at their A squad. That's kind of crazy. I don't know how that plays out, but I could see a hero story there. Then you think about Tom Brady. It's Tom fucking Brady. You just ran through the stats. Like we know what he's capable of. He is the GOAT. And so my thinking around him in the Super Bowl is like, if he wins it, that 30 for 30, it's like the hero story of all time, you know? So in either way, either way, whichever way this goes, it's a winning story. It's going to be a hell of a Super Bowl. Now, here is, I mean, kind of for this show, definitely for this show, the one thing that I'm trying to keep in mind is... You, from the beginning, I mean, we recalled who's going to make it to the Super Bowl halfway through our draft queen season. You called out the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks are here, and they made it, and you pivoted with the right team. So that's awesome. Thank you. Chiefs, I, I was totally against the Chiefs the entire season because I didn't think they could do it again against adversity. It's not true. So I feel like I have no idea who's going to win the Super Bowl. I really, really don't. I just... I don't know. I, oh man. I mean, look, I, I want the Bucks to win. I will be cheering for the Bucks, and my hope is that the Bucks win. This is what I keep saying. I've been talking about it with friends, you know, for, for the week. Where my gut lies is the Chiefs have, the Chiefs are a stronger team consistently than the Bucks. The Bucks have more weapons, in my opinion, when and experience when you talk about Brady and Gronk. When you talk about, you know, Brady and Gronk can bring so much to that team and to that locker room for guys that have never been on the big stage. And that's 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 just as important as, like, bringing your A-game to play. Like, you, your mind has to be right, too. And so having these guys that have been there and can kind of help, you know, set you straight before you get out there and, like, you know, curb your hype a little bit so that you play, you know, a good game. But experience-wise, Brady, Gronk, invaluable to have both of those guys, both on and off the field. You know, Godwin has been trending up all season. Same with Leonard Fournette. Same with Ronald Jones. Same, you know, with, you know, Mike Evans is like a force to be reckoned with. He's huge. He catches the ball wherever it goes. So, mm-hmm. the, but that's all to say, I, I believe that the Bucks are stacked and they should win. They have all the tools they need to win. They just are inconsistent, so they really need to pull it together and play like that, obviously, top-of-the-line Bucks football that we have seen them play. You know, Tom can't come in here and, play, and, and throw three interceptions. Can't do it, Tom. Yeah. Can't yeah. do it. I mean, still kind of beside myself that with that in mind, like if that's the road that he's taken to get to the big game, that that 
obviously doesn't fly in the big game itself, right? Like, <laughs> so I don't know. With that in mind, Here, knowing I have, that, I have one other thing to, to ask you though yeah, yeah. first. Yeah, so please. I am seeing that there are some showers and thunderstorms in the forecast. Down. Ah, the Buccaneers are a brewing in their home stadium. So we talked, me and I think me and you talked about this on the last episode, or or you know we talked about it when they were playing in the cold weather, when the Bucks were playing cold weather. I was like, Tommy's done this, no big deal. I don't really think if it's rainy or wet or whatever, it's going to have that much of an impact. Do you? Um, not really. No, not really. Not really, right? I don't. All right, I just. I feel like every time you talk about the Super Bowl, you talk about the weather. So I just had to tell you tell you what this no, weather no. was predicted to be. I think between that and I think the weather is really important to keep in mind. I feel like the home away team is important to keep in mind because that doesn't happen in a Super Bowl. No. You know, like you don't have a home team, but this year we do. We do. It's at a mutual location that happens to be the home team. So um, I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think that home field really matters. It's a field. There's how <laughs> many fans? Not too, not as many fans as normal. I think you're right. I, think, I don't, I don't think it matters with the fans. I think it's more the, I think it's more just the story of it all. I, I, I like, especially cause there's not as many fans as there would be if it was a packed out stadium. I'm with you. I think the fans help, but I don't think they make a huge difference. I think it's more like the story of it all that's that's what it is what i was thinking about i was like does it does it matter if you are like sleeping in your own bed the day before the super bowl it's a good point i i honestly don't think so i don't think so but maybe that's just me it's a good point what is your oh man so all right i'm gonna ask you a series of questions i'm literally coming up with them off the top of my head i'm sorry (laughs) you're not prepped for it i'm not prepped for it i'm just coming up with it uh who is going to score the first touchdown of the game? Um, who's going to get the coin flip? Um, I think that the Bucks will defer to the Chiefs, and the Chiefs will run it downfield, and Travis Kelsey will have the first touchdown. Okay. What do you think? All right. I like it. No, I, I just, I'm just thinking out loud, rattling these off to you. Um, who, will, who will catch the longest touchdown pass? Tyreek Hill or Antonio Brown? I'll give you multiple choice. Uh, definitely Tyreek Hill, but my secondary would be Mike Evans because he's looked really good the last couple weeks. All right. Who will have more rushing yards, Leonard Fournette or Ronald Jones? Leonard Fournette. This is a fun game. Woo. Um, <laughs> let's see. I was reading something earlier that's like kind of crazy. Do you think Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes will combine for 800 passing yards. That's four, That's at least 400 each. Well, by at least, it is 400 each, but you get what I'm saying. That's a hard one to take. <laughs> that's a lot of yards. What do you think? Um, you, t- you take the over or the under on 800? Under. Take, she, she takes the under. Okay, all right. If it's raining, I take the under. Okay. Uh, and last but not least, to put you on the spot, are you seriously rattling these off off the top of your head? Because I... 100%. 100%. This is amazing. Let's Last do this but not more. Least, who is going to win the Super Bowl, Kate? The Chiefs. Okay. We, the Chiefs. We agree. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. 
Okay, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. That is what Kate Walsh believes. Michelle Santucci believes the opposite and thinks the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win. Okay, so and I'm, I'm going to rattle the, the same off to and you. And I'm taking the over <laughs> on 800 yards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say, so how do you think how do you think the teams will perform? Like, why do you – you've been Bucks bullish the whole time. I know the whole Tom Brady saga. I know why he's the GOAT. Why should and why will the Bucks in your mind win the Super Bowl? I I just think the story is all there and they're all, they're going to come together as like a real real team effort and and win this game. Like I just think they all know the story, they know they're at home, they know the Tom thing. They've all worked really hard for it. They love Bruce Arians. Like I just think they're all going to come together. Like I said, I think it's just as important how you're feeling and what the vibe is off the field as it is on the field and I just think that off-field vibe is going to like pull them together like a family and they're going to win. I think the Bucks are going to get out to an early lead. I envision some sort of like we talked about this earlier in the season but like you know Brady basically like adopted Antonio Brown and to be fair, Antonio Brown kept his shit clean this year. So that's a lot more than we could say for him in seasons past. I think there's going to be a really nice like 40 plus yard touchdown pass from Brady to to you know Antonio Brown. Um, I think they're going to get out. I think the Bucks are going to get out to an early lead. I think the Chiefs are going to press them hard in the second half because that's what they do. And then I think Tom's going to be Tom and pull the win out at the end of the game. You know what I think is interesting about that entire scenario? <laughs> like I, it just, it's so funny how we both like root for our own, uh, like, just goat story, you know? I, I am rooting for the exact opposite. I do think a really, really, really important part of this game will be the Bucks defense. Like I I know that's that that's just point. a weird it's a weird thing to bring up. I think it's essential. I think it is absolutely fucking essential after seeing last week's game and like the the end of the NFC the only reason the Bucks won that game, let's be real, is defense. It's that great, was crazy. That's and a great, great it, point. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see that. I would love to see how that goes because if they can contain the Chiefs and they can contain that long game and shut down Travis Kelsey, I will be... I will give you the W. Like, I will gladly give the Bucks the W if they can contain. I mean, look, I think that they're going to have a hard time containing Travis Kelsey. That being said, like, you know, that is the main target. Obviously, Tyreek Hill, beast. But, like, the main target, if you can contain Kelsey and contest, you know, throws and, and force, you know, uh, Mahomes into some... Because, look, Mahomes definitely gets forced into some shitty throws, and nine times out of ten, he makes them because he's Patrick Mahomes. But you're right. I think the Bucks D started out the beginning of the season really strong. Then they... Again, inconsistency. That's, like, they have a good defense, but they're, it's been inconsistent. To that end, they have stepped it up big time in the playoffs, and, you know, you know offense is important, defense wins games, and... The minute those guys start to make big plays, you know, it's going to amp everybody up. So you're right. You're right to yeah. bring up the the defensive side for sure. Yeah, that's like my big that's my big outlier. I'm looking forward to seeing it in whatever fashion it takes. Now, the the question, the million dollar question. It's the million dollar question. How many points are scored? What's the final score of this game? Can I just give you the over under? You want me to tell you exactly what I think the score is going to be? Just Give me your best guess. 
I just need a second to think. Numbers and math are hard for me. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, I think, I think, I think the it's going to be close. It's going to be close in high scoring. Score is thirty-five thirty bucks. So what's that? So that's thirty-five thirty is yeah. is sixty-five. So I'm I'm looking at sixty-five points scored. Th- wait, is that right? Thirty-five, yeah, thirty-five thirty is sixty-five. That's a lot of points, but I don't know. I ah, now now I'm stressed because you said the defensive thing, and you're kind of right, and that's a lot of points. I'm going. That's 30, the only reason. Thirty-five thirty bucks. Heard it here first. Thirty-five thirty bucks. I think I'm gonna flip it on its head. Oh. <laughs> uh. For the record, everyone, if you listen to the show, Kate and I usually see eye to eye, but lately we're we're really going head to head, which is kind of fun. Well, I feel like it's all about this hero story. Like I want to see Patrick Mahomes be the hero. He's gonna no. be a dad this year. He's uh, the he Billy be, Goat. He can like, be his he's son's at- hero. He'll be his son's hero. It's fine. He's got you know how many more years Patrick <laughs> Mahomes has? Even he's got yeah, a lot even more. Even more years. so when he's the MVP of the Super Bowl oh, and he wins boy. the Super Bowl. So Oh boy. I think it's going to be Chiefs, Chiefs 34, <laughs> Bucks, Bucks 27. Okay. All right. Bucks 27. See what happens here. 34, 27. That feels good. That feels Is- good. Uh, this all feels good. This was very fun. Thank you for dealing with my peppering of questions. I literally just came up with them and thought it would be fun to ask. That was so impressive, Michelle. I'm like, yeah, I'm impressed. Any other parting thoughts regarding the Super Bowl from you, Kate? Do we go into overtime? Yes. No, we don't. Kate, I'm just answering these questions on a fly. You you asked me a question, give you my gut answer. Yes. Okay. I say no. We <laughs> of are going head to head. This is like Smash Mouth football. This is so much fun. Oh my god! I mean, I'm not even thinking some of the these answers through. I'm just going with my gut. Yes, that's part. That is the biggest. Like that is a huge lump sum of what you should do. You got to go with your gut. Just big bold predictions. Also, I make these bold predictions because it makes it like I amp myself up for like, oh, this is going to be the game of all games. I I really, really, I mean, listen, as we're wrapping up the show, I honestly and truly hope after what a hell of a season it's been ebbing and flowing with COVID and teams playing, not playing, switching weeks, like we have to look back and we will next week when you're listening to this show next Friday, we will look back on what a season it's been and what a crazy, hopefully Super Bowl it's been. But moreover, it's been a crazy year. And so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a crazy Super Bowl. And even if it's not, even if it's a blowout for the goat or the billy goat, it doesn't matter because it's been a crazy season, but we got an entire season football agree we agree i agree with you on that one this is the one thing i agree with you on and that (laughs) will be that (laughs) okay that's the only parting thought i have do you michelle have any parting thoughts we feel like it feels like a house divided but any part parting thoughts before we get into super bowl 55 no, I think we should end it on that note of us agreeing that we made it to the Super Bowl. It's been a wild and crazy year. Let's hope for a wild and crazy game. Go Bucks. 
Go Chiefs. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you if you have made it this far for sticking with us through this crazy, crazy season, this crazy episode, and hope you stick with us until next week when we do look back at Super Bowl 55 and how it ultimately shakes out. As always, you know where to find us at the Draft Queens on everything except Twitter, which is at the underscore Draft Queens. And um, Michelle, I'll see you on the other side of the microphone. We'll be meeting whether we're winners or losers on the other side. We'll still be friends. So happy Super Bowl and cheers, friends. I don't want it to be over. Damn it. You sure it's Super Bowl 55, right? I'm so bad at Roman numerals. LV? I'm good at Roman numerals. I'm bad at my memory, so I think it's LV. Super Bowl. The announcers. Tony Romo, Jim Nance, baby. (gasps) No! Oh my god, we have to talk about that on... Okay. Alright, keep it. But yes, it's Super Bowl 55. LV, 55. Okay. Yep, that's it. All right. You're up. (laughs) Put that at the end. That's amazing. Okay. Um, Okay.